bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm just looking at all the things that are happening. And we were talking before the break uh, about whether or not, like, customer service has gone south. Whether or not it's just... Let me see. Hard to count. Two, three, four. Okay. Boom, ba boom, ba boom. Hey, by the way, I do have a question before we jump in, and I need you to hit me. 833-212-1017. Should I do the top five at five? Yes, that's a question. Should we do the top five at five every day? The top news question, the news questions, the top news stories that I think are uh, pertinent and important to the black community every day. Five of them. So just, you know, hit me up. Let me know whether or not you think that's something that um, we should do. I'm just saying. Mr. Madee say, happy Thursday, Dr. Ken. Hey, what's up? So before the break, we were t- <laughs> Madison said, Doc, I always wear my hats indoors. I never knew that was a problem. LOL. Well, it's not that it's a problem, but let me, let, let me, let me explain. People don't wear their hats indoors. That's a sign of respect. So people who have been wearing hats while outside or take their or working, take off their caps to stop dirt and grime and all that crap from, you know, coming in your house. And... But some people consider it impolite to wear hats indoors. I'm one of those people. 
I think it's rude and I think it's disrespectful. Now, I got it. It's a centuries old thing and it's it's, you know, it's it's old etiquette. It's just a long time sign of respect. That's all. It's it's not it's not rocket science. You might gonna get beat up for wearing your hat inside, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Terry said customer service is beyond bad. Yes, it is. Why is it we've never seen bad customer service at Chick-fil-A? I wonder why that is. Derek said, you got three people, two black, one white, and the two blacks seem to be in a contest to see who can please the white person. Eh. Eh. Well, it depends on what you're pleasing them for. If you're about to pay me $500 million, I might try to please you. Yeah, Spike said do the top five. Okay. So we got one call. Me and Spike. Figures. <laughs> Do the top five. Let me see. All right. Spike said, Do the top five. This for you, Spike. Do the top five. All right. You ready? I don't know. Should we do the top five? I need one more. The two of us think we should do it. If I can get one more person, 833-212-1017, to call or text, preferably text, and say, hey, do the top five at five. I will do the top five at five every day from now on, unless I have a special guest or something like that. But then I guess I can start all my interviews and all that stuff at 15 after the hour. So I guess I'll have to do that if y'all vote. 833-212-1017. is the number. Craig say, Dr. King, yeah, Doc, do the top five at five. It's always good to know what's going on in our communities, our city, our country, and our world. Thank you. I appreciate that. And there's my three. So I'm ready to go. Right? We going to get it right? I got to tease Alex because that's pretty much much all I got. Number five. Well, from TMJ4, for most drivers, the flashing lights in your rearview mirror are incentive enough to stay on the right side of the law. But there's a guy we got in Milwaukee that has decided that, that, that don't, that don't really matter to him. Montel Brown, in the last decade, right, last 10 years, Montel Brown has received, you ready? Did you hear this story, Alex? Did you hear the story? 115 tickets, making him the number one repeat offender in the city. Speeding, running red lights, driving without plates, but then there's driving without a license. MPD ticketed Brown for that 37 times. So let me let me let me do some quick math. 37 divided into 115 is 32%. So a third of all of his tickets was driving without a license. Former municipal court judge Derek Mosley Explained the penalty for that is nothing more than a fine, even for a repeat offender. The solution is for police to tow the driver's car. You get picked up, you're driving without a license, that car needs to be towed from that location or you can call somebody to come get you. Police Chief Norman said unlicensed drivers are not towed. They are let go on what we're calling 
the honor system. They're expected to go get a driver's license and some other means to remove their vehicle like a tow truck if they don't have the ability to drive the vehicle themselves, Chief Norman said. There's no city ordinance or state law that tells MPD not to tow. That is just a choice. In comparison, State Patrol will yank your car. If the unlicensed driver can't make other arrangements, Milwaukee County Sheriff will yank your car. That's not in the story, but that's just me using African-American vernacular. If the driver doesn't have a license, which means MPD makes it possible if you're an illegal driver driving the city. Prime example, January 10th, 2018. That's the day Montel Brown pulled over without a license for speeding. 11.36 a.m. intersection of Fond du Lac and Armitage. He stopped again at 9.06 p.m. near Fond du Lac and West Eli Place. Both times, same car. He kept driving. Chief Norman defended his department's decision not to tow cars of drivers out of valid license. There are always consequences. Is those consequences impactful enough for the person to say, I need to stop this behavior? Well, if you don't have a car, you can't do it. So I would say yes. The consequence for Brown, dozens of tickets, $12,000 in fines. And guess what? He never paid them. And then you hit somebody. Not necessarily him. You hit somebody, you kill somebody, and then all of a sudden, we're sitting here looking dumb. Number four. 37-year-old man found dead in his cell this morning, less than two months after another inmate died in jail, and this is number three. And so the question is, what are the policies of the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office as it relates to prison inmates, prison inmates, jail inmates, and checking them. Waukesha County Sheriff's Department is investigating. Um, is it over capacity? Is it is it understaffing? Is it like what is it? What is the issue? And so I'm inclined to think it's one of those things where we'll need an autopsy and find out that, you know, nothing's perfect. Like, you can't time, you can't, like, time when people are going to die or if somebody's going to have trouble. You just have to do it at an interval. I think the issue is we need to do it at different intervals. I think it's important that we do different intervals. Like, you got to check them every 15 minutes. Well, don't do it at 12 o'clock, you know, at the top of the hour, 15 after 30 and 45. Do it at, like, 5 after 20 after, and then the next hour, do it at 10 after, and then, you know, break it up so that there's somebody always. And I know that's a, that's a very basic way of doing it, but at some point, we have to start looking at uh, the fact that, I mean, the Milwaukee County Jail has 960 capacity and has 987 inmates. Now, that's not a lot. That means that only about 27 people have dual, you know, like two people or three people to a cell. I don't know. I don't know how they do them, but they have 162 employees, 258 positions and 96 vacancies. That's a lot. That's a lot. And it comes down to resources. You can only do so much. You can only do so much. 
number three. Well, First Republic Bank just got $30 billion from J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and Truist. My question, why is that? Why do we keep paying all this money for places that haven't set themselves up to win and didn't have a risk management officer for, you know, a risk assessment officer for months? And then when they fail, instead of saving them, which means what? Letting them go down the road that they made and fail, we throw in some cash. I don't understand that. First Republic shares went up 10% today. Um, Yeah. I'm not really open to that because, I mean, life happens, right? Sometimes things go bad. And if it was me filing bankruptcy, what would they have me do, right? They'd be like, oh, that's too bad. Guess you're not making any money. I don't think so. Number two. Was I off again? (laughs) I pointed two, and he did that. All right, New Berlin man. I only saw, as usual, I saw the same place. TMJ4 didn't have his picture up. That's how I knew it was a white guy. Milwaukee police arrested 48-year-old New Berlin man for setting off explosives inside the Potawatomi Casino parking garage. Dennis Beard is charged with, who's 48, lives in New Berlin, charged with two counts of possession of an improvised explosive device. Let's see how long he stays in jail. Maybe they'll let him go and maybe make it a $100,000 bail, and then, the, and then the judge or the court commissioner can drop it to $1,000. He can go home and blow up his house or something. Accidentally. I don't, I don't wish that on anybody. They found liquid chemical compound on the floor, charred aluminum foil, pieces of a green bottle, Complaint says detective reviewed surveillance video, got the information, went to his house. He said he watched YouTube of people using muriatic acid and aluminum foil to make loud explosions. Did it once before in a dumpster near his father's house, and he admitted in the complaint to using a honeydew bottle, a Mountain Dew bottle, a honeydew bottle, <laughs> a.k.a. as I'm telling you, a Mountain Dew bottle and Protein milk bottle to set off the explosives at Potawatomi. He admitted his actions were stupid. Uh, He could face 12 years in prison. I guarantee you they're not going to give this dude 12 years. And why isn't he being charged federally because he's on Native American land? You know what I say to that? That's what I say to that. And then we get to number one. Believe it or not. You ready? You think that pregnant pause got people to listen? In a stunning turn of events, the San Francisco chapter of the NAACP has come out in opposition of reparations for cash payments to the city's black residents in an effort to atone for lingering damages from slavery. And I, for one, will tell you what I think about it in a moment. A city-appointed committee proposed $5 million in payouts to Black adults who are descendants of enslaved people with a guaranteed annual income of at least $97,000 for 250 years. The committee 
also proposed the elimination of personal debt and homes in San Francisco with a price tag of just $1 per family. But while it appeared the movement was gaining momentum, NAACP San Francisco branch tweeted a statement on Tuesday bashing the reparations proposal. Instead, the branch offered its own reparations proposal that did not include cash payments. They said, we strongly believe, this is from NAACP uh, San Francisco President Amos Brown, we strongly believe that creating and funding programs that can improve the lives of those who have been impacted by racism and discrimination is the best path forward toward equality and justice. They call for the Board of Supervisors to reject a one-time $5 million reparation payment to black people. I completely and totally disagree. From reading it closely, I disagree, and here's why. All you're going to do is find community groups that are going to take the money, and they're going to get paid the reparations, and you're not going to get anything for it. So, again, this idiocy of using, oh, we're going to use programs, Train, use a program to train them to learn what to do with the money. Don't just not give them the money and give it to a program to train. What? So instead of giving me money to invest and then showing me how to invest it and creating a mechanism so that you have to invest it or do with the money what I want within reason, you are saying give it to a nonprofit so that they can hire family and friends and all that. And then I, I show up and I get all this wonderful help, but I still have the same issues I have where I can't get a job. I can't buy a house. I have bad credit and all the negatives that come with it. Doesn't make any sense. Put a mechanism in place that makes people have to attend classes, have to use only X amount of percent, give it to them over time, right? Release the money to them over a certain amount of time. Tell them these are the choices you have to make with your money and give them five or six different ones, right? And then say, if you do this, then we'll do this. And if you do that, we'll do that. Like make it where there's skin in the game. I kind of understand where the NAACP San Francisco branch is coming from. But they're acting like the government and saying, no, don't give it to them. Give it to a nonprofit. Like, what's the difference? Oh, wait a minute. I got it. I got it. They think black people in San Francisco are so stupid, they don't know what to do with their own money. And they think they are the government because that's where they get their money from. And now they can tell you what to do with your money. I wonder how many of those nonprofits are run by NAACP San Francisco members. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 212 
1017. Getting back to this last number one story, reparations and NAACP opposing it. Although San Francisco is a fairly liberal city, the plan to give descendants of slaves reparations has been met with an abundance of pushback. So Stanford University's Hoover Institution has estimated that a big idea like this would cost every non-black family in the city at least $600,000. Other claim, others claim the city cannot afford the reparations payments, citing the tech industry downturn as the result, as the reason the city doesn't have money. Although others have also stated that since San Francisco wasn't a city that had slaves, black residents shouldn't be eligible for reparations. Yeah, they just built the city on it, but they they just they took advantage of it, right? But we we don't. Yeah. But some supervisors on the committee, although surprised by their colleagues' ignorance, say racist policies continue to keep Black Americans down. Um, Supervisor Raphael Mandelman told ABC News that those are my constituents who lost their minds about this proposal. It's not something we're doing or we would do for other people. It's something we would do for our future, for everybody's collective future. Even though many of the reparation recommendations were supported by the board, it doesn't mean that they'll each be adopted. Each recommendation will be voted on and can be approved or rejected. And a final report is expected to be released June of 2023. The the vice chair of the African-American Reparations Advisory Committee says, I don't need to impress upon you the fact that we are setting a national precedent here in San Francisco. What we are asking for and what we're demanding is a real commitment to what we need to move things forward. So here's my question. What things forward? What things will money move forward? And I'm not asking that as a, as a negative or as a, you know, bashing it. I'm asking you keep saying to move forward, to move forward. How? How will reparations move the black community forward? Craig said, um, I'm sure. He said, first of all, said the NAACP is out of line. And that's my argument, too. They'll take it, give it to another program. We'll take that money and allocate it towards other programs. And it'll all be given to whites. I'm sure they'll have skin in it for tons of nonprofits that are governed, controlled, influenced, or supported by the NAACP. So they'll have their hands on that money instead of the people that is going to help heal. Money is not going to help you heal. Let's, let's just be straight about that. Money is not going to help you heal. The pain, the loneliness, the loss cannot be healed by money. The law says money can make you whole. No, money is a step towards making you whole, but money's not going to make you whole. Wayne said, your cousins in San Francisco are tripping. Well, well, I think it's a conversation that has to be had. Most cities don't have enough money to even do that. San Francisco happens to have the money because they're ensconced in the tech industry and they're near Silicon Valley and all that stuff. So that's that's cute. But it's also California. So. And I don't know if I'm willing to move to. Well, first, first of all, you have to have lived in California for a certain amount of time 
Otherwise, you're not going to get um, you're not you're not going to get the money. So, and it really didn't say how much money. But you know how expensive it is to live out in San Francisco. So I'm thinking they probably already have the money. But then again, I don't have to do that. I can go to California and start a nonprofit. That might work. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I'm your host, Doc. Oh, you should never do that. I always turn my own off. Ah, okay. So now I got to come up with a, um, let me see. Scouting BSA. That's my nonprofit. Every time that happened, producer has to give me a dollar. <laughs> so sometimes they'll turn your mic off. Like thinking you're not going to turn your mic off, but I'm one of those weirdos. I like to turn my mic on and off myself. And so during the break, he cut my mic off. So then when I came back on and I started talking, it was like, then I just like turned on in mid-sentence like, and he made me look so bad. And I started crying because I'm a, you know, snowflake marshmallow. Okay. So 833-212-1017 is the number. That was fun. I wish you could have seen a look at me. We got to get video. Oh, we got to get video for the producer, too. That. That, right there. <laughs> that look. Oh. <laughs> 833. There's a group of one, two, three, four, five, six women sitting outside my uh, window, and they're making a lot of noise. Some of them are using chopsticks. Some of them are using forks. It's They're just making a lot of noise and just being, you know, it's Thursday at the Avenue. And they're just out here. Everybody's out here. It's crowded. There's people everywhere having a great time. You should come check it out. Talking text line 414-350. Dr. Ken, if you get into an accident and other drivers are at fault, you end up injured, you get a lawyer, and you sue when you get paid a settlement of money. Now, your way of thinking, the money is not going to make your injury better. Is it? No. You got to wait to heal. You got to go see a doctor. And this is their words. But... That's not what we're talking about. The government owes black people money for reparations and other forms of racism that has been inflicted on us. I, I, I get that. But what am I giving you the money for? To make you whole. That is why you sue people. Regardless of what the suit is for, you're suing to be made whole. I guess I'm okay with it, but... My fear is that that too much of anything is a bad thing when it's done in a way that doesn't that that you're not prepared for and that it doesn't really do what it's intended to do. 
That's scary. I can actually hear the person talking. <laughs> is the number. I'm, we've talked about reparations over and over and over and over. And I think I'm going to have to write an article on it, put it on LinkedIn. Like my personal, that way it's tagged. People know I wrote it. I came up with it and then they can do whatever they want. And I'll put the link in Twitter on Dr. Ken's Truth, on Instagram, Facebook. That way we won't have to go through, you know, arguing back and forth. But I, but but we have to come up with something that is not going to cause disarray. And when I say disarray in the black community, I'm talking about the things that make us human. Too much money and not having enough um, willpower and things of that nature to handle it can cause really, really, really detrimental things in our lives. 833-212-1017 is the number. What are your thoughts? Dion, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. All right. Thank you for calling me Dion. Um, the thing about it is, with, can you hear me, Dr. Ken, real clear? Yes, I can. Okay. Yeah, because I'm rolling. Um, the thing about the reparations part, well, I, I take offense to it is because um, we paid reparations to the Jews, and we weren't the one that did that to them. The Germans did it. But we... Wait, wait, wait. When, when, did, retribution when did we pay reparations to Jews? Listen, we gave, we, we gave the Jews some money. I, like, I ain't got time to pull it up or research it, but if you research it, you will find out that the United States of America offered reparations to some of the survivors of the Holocaust. You understand what I'm saying? Not only that, look at the money we giving to Ukraine over there. You know, we, we dishing our money to Ukraine like, like it grow on trees. And also, we pay reparations to the Japanese Americans during That's war true. after World War II. That's true. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? But see, the killing part about it is the reason they, because reparations is repair. And if they repairing something, that means they did something wrong. They don't want to, um, America, American, even though white people be like, well, it wasn't me, but they, you, it's just hard for them to understand that the reason you are in the position that you are in, because we had a lot of things against us, you know, true. we had, I'm talking that about, we true. had a whole political system against us. Right. And they, and that may be like, well, some of you got, that don't make no difference. We were red line. We had political systems against us, social systems against us, judicial systems against us. And they really don't want to admit that part. It's like they want to Correct. erase that in history. Correct. They just want to erase that. So, so and, and, and really, like, I really didn't realize until I went to Montgomery, Alabama, uh-huh. last year to the National Civil Rights Museum. Really? How, really, how states, I'm talking about from Louisiana, Massachusetts, New York, yes. South Carolina, North Carolina, how they're economic strong base was slavery. Correct. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the import and export of tobacco or rice and other goods, the actual bodies. Right. You know, like they had mortgages. The banking, the loans. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They had mortgages out on us. Like I was watching 12 Years of a Slave last night, and when they was trying to kill Pratt, 
And then he was like, well, this is uh, such and such, whatever his name was. He was like, he has a mortgage on him, and if you're not willing to pay that mortgage, then you can't kill that N-I-G-G-E-R. You understand what I'm saying? Correct. So America just don't want to admit the ugly wrong that was done to us. And, 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 I mean, I don't know what else to say about that, you know. I mean, I do believe that we should get some form of reparations. Like, I ain't going to even lie. Take a part of my felony and give me an 800 credit score, and I, I'll work it out from that. You know, <laughs> I know I'll that's right. That. I you know that's I, right. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm serious. I'll work it out from there, but they need to come up with something. You know, just like even with the, you know, with the um, with the drug laws right. and the laws, right. and, you know, basically they said, well, we knew we funneled cocaine in the United States. We knew we put it in our community. We knew we overcharged you guys with it, but so what you going to do? What you going to do, you know? But then it's a smack in the face now that everybody's a heroin addict, and now oh, we got to treat them, and we need to have this. You know, they getting reparations. My argument you know, exactly. Getting, uh, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's just a fight, though, man. It's just a fight, you know, and, and I'm going to be honest, man. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily think we're going to win this fight, though. You know, a lot of people like you and Sherwin, sure, y'all be on my back about voting, but voting is, that's a waste of time to me. That's just something to make it seem like you you have some hope and and, and, and it, it don't does nothing. Or your vote count, the candidates you voted for lost. Oh, well, we'll try again, but we got to try harder. And then we just keep on doing it and we just keep on doing it. We've been uh, uh, trying to gravitate to the polls and get things going on since Dwight Eisenhower was yeah. in office. Yeah. And, and, and look where we at. You know, I mean, yes, a few of us just made it living good and okay, but we still don't have the freedom that we require living in America. And we never had the, the freedom of a, a, a white man because America was never designed for us, no. All right. it, it, it just wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't. But you have a good day, Dr. Ken. Let's put a little, just grow a little fuzz on that chin, man. This, you ain't got to have it naked, though, but just grow a little fuzz on that chin. You hear me, man? More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It's 88%. That means it's raining. Tonight's low is 29 degrees, and Friday they're looking at a high of only 34 with a low of 16. So it'll be a little chilly over the weekend, down to 28. But then the sun's coming back Sunday. High of 42, so it'll be a barn burner. It'll be parties, and everybody will get sick because that transition and hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. So you know how that goes. Currently, it's 40 degrees. 833-212-1017 is the number. Mitch, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hey, good afternoon to you, Dr. Ken. How are you? Uh, you know, I was, I'm, I'm blessed. You're talking about reparations. I think uh, with the NAACP saying what they said and writing uh, 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 the board uh, in uh, not, I mean, in rejection of that, I think it's a track, uh, uh, act of treason to their own people. And I think anybody that has that membership needs to suspend it and suspend their dues. And then I also wonder, now you got me wondering, because I want to know who's on that board. Are those Hispanics? that are making those decisions because remember the NAACP and I, I, I've been a member 
of the NAACP. I'm not active right now because I haven't paid any dues lately. But it started in 1909, so my thing, and it was for the advancement of colored people. But we've been using this word, people of color, now. And it was for black Americans when we were deemed to be colored. So I'm wondering who's on, who's the chairman of that board out in California? Because I know they're riddled with, uh, with, with, with Mexican immigrants. So I'm wondering, are they the ones that are making a call in that car? And I'm going to, I'm going to do a little investigation over the weekend and see who the chairman of the board is to even think of such thing like that. Because you hit it right on the head. The money would be filtered back in through a nonprofit and you would never see it no way. So somebody else got there saying, hold on, we not descendants of slaves. How can we get some of this money? Well, the only way we're going to be able to get this money is that we filter it back to these organizations and we can eat off of this too. So you hit it dead on the head. My thing is now, I want to know who the chairman of that board is and if you are a member of the NAACP. Me, I haven't paid any dues in a while anyway, and I've been, I'm being convicted to do it, but mm. I only want to. Well, I have That's a question. I, sure, go ahead. Why'd you change your name? Because you'd be, being, you'd be mean to me when I come in as Winky. It's too slick for you. You can't handle that. So I said I'd come in as another gentleman today and stress my point. So, so basically what you did is you just like, Mm. I didn't lie. That's my name. Yeah, you did. I just gave you the real. Yeah, you did. I gave you the real money. Yeah, you did. I gave you the real money. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so I didn't. That's unfortunate. Right. So, All right. It, just it, wanted it, to know. Yes, thank you, sir. <laughs> Be mean. I guess if you challenge somebody, it's mean. They challenge you, get to say what they want to say, so they just lie and give you the real, a different name. <laughs> Funny. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. So one of the things Winky was talking about, new name Mitch, is the president of the San Francisco NAACP branch is Dr. Amos C. Brown. Um the vice president is Arnold G. Townsend, associate minister of Without Walls Church, uh, Jonathan Z. Butler, Ph.D., MDiv, is second vice president. Yolanda D.A. Williams, the native San Franciscoan and 29-year dedicated member of the San Francisco Police Department, is the third vice president. Uh, Cassie Cook is the treasurer. Reverend James Parrish Smith is the secretary. Catherine Bradford is the assistant secretary in the office Administrator, the executive office administrator is Ruth Mays. So it looks like they're all black. Are we going to change the name of the NAACP to black people? See, I hate, I hate when people say BIPOC, black, indigenous, and no, I'm black. Stop grouping me with everybody else. We don't group white people with everybody. We don't call white people. Oh, yeah, the Italian Americans, the British Americans. The, no, we, we don't do that. So why do it to us? Why group black and Hispanic and Asian, Pacific Islander, Native America in one group? That's garbage. Call me who I am. I am not a person of color. I'm black. Call me African-American, but don't call me a person of color. I will stop talking to you, and I'll correct you. Hey, just so you know, yeah, I disagree with being called people of color. I would hope that you don't call me that. Because that lumps literally 
four-fifths of the entire world into one group. And then the other group is white people. Huh? Are you, like, lowering the odds? Like, what exactly is happening? Are you feeling a little disjointed? Because it feels the same way black people have been treated for a few millennia? I'm just saying. And so I think we miss that part. I think we miss the part that these newfangled ways of talking that, oh, this is the way we do things. Oh, this is what you can't say. You can't do this. We're getting thrown out with the bathwater. The baby and the bathwater are getting thrown out together. We're, we're getting dismissed, but we're supposed to be open to being dismissed. We're told it's more respectful to do this. It's more respectful not to use gender because people that don't believe they have a gender will feel bad. Well, too bad. If you want to change, fine. That's your change. But don't tell me I can't be who I am because you're uncomfortable with me being who I am. That's ridiculous. And for me to stand up to who I am doesn't mean I dislike you. Like, we, we forget disagreeing is okay. Disagreement does not mean dislike. Like, I don't agree the way Alex wears his hair. Why? Because I don't have that much hair. So, you know, then there's that. I mean, they're, you know, little, little silly things. You know what I'm saying? It, we, we have to let go of that. Treat people as human beings. If you say you want to be called a certain thing and I decide I don't want to call you that, I don't have to talk to you. If I decide I want to call you that, I talk to you. But let people be who they are. And stop bashing people who are acting ways that we disagree with. You may not like it, but you still need to show the same dignity, respect, and compassion to people. And I think that's where we miss it. I think that's where we forget that no matter what a person is or considers themselves to be, they're still human and they have feelings and are deserving of the love of God just like everybody else. Let's lighten up this year. Let's take people at face value and show some love. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe's show is coming up next. As I always tell you, when we're on live, you can hit the talk and text line or you can just listen to us by streaming us on multiple platforms, the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You know, one of the things I did is I connected my Truth app to my Alexa. So now when I get home, I just tell it to play my show. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm just saying. So make sure you check it out. Alex, as always, I appreciate you. Take care. God bless. I'm out. I'll see you in about 22 hours on St. Patty's Day.